quick. Testing one, two. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, man, I haven't had time to really get it going, but the, it's nice. Not in the garage, hanging out well, in the air conditioner. I can tell you being the top story here at my place, that's always the hottest. I will vouch, Mike and I will both vouch to the world, that is the coldest room in the whole Charleston area. It's it's Arctic up in our back. I love that our there. upstairs. I, I was snuggled under the covers. It was the the best thing in the world is being cold when you sleep. You hear that you hear that air kick on and it's like instant gratification. Yeah. It's just like I'm gonna kind of miss nice. that uh, sweaty head in the middle of summertime when it's a hundred degrees out and you're in the garage. Because <laughs> let me tell you what, dude, when you were telling me, God, it's hot in the garage, you know, and and you didn't complain that much during the show ever. It was before, and it wasn't even complaining. It was just a fact. Dude, your garage is stifling, and it wasn't even, I think it was like 93 when we were there, so it wasn't even that hot. So Yeah, there's days where it's so hot out there that it, it's unbearable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, you get it oh, too, absolutely. though. You get it up absolutely. there. We, I, I so, came back yeah, to it. It was, a disaster. It, was, it was as hot, if not hotter, the week that I came back after seeing you guys. Yeah, no, I mean, we got, I, I got most of it set up. I mean, everything's a little bit... There's, there's just stuff everywhere right now because we've moved everything from the first floor to the second floor. And so it's literally just, <laughs> there is stuff everywhere. But overall, man, it's going to work out really well. I'm excited to be up here and uh, get in the office set up and good. have this designated it, space to come and hang out with you guys. It's beautiful. It looks good. I'm going to cut you off right now because we have a, uh, only you would find a silver lining on a situation <laughs> you're going to be in. And I'm super excited to get into it I'm tonight. I'm super jealous. Um, and coming off of an incredible trip, we'll touch base on that. But let's go ahead and get everything started in three, two, one. Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sip. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. Welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. Today's actually a little bit special of a show because we had to move the day up. Now, this is a show that's about Disney, a little bit about us, and uh, guys, this is a family show, and this is actually a a time where um, family comes together in the worst way, but in an important way, and that's during an emergency. And I'm excited to uh, visit with Justin a little bit tonight because he's got the ins and outs on what what he's doing right now, leaving Charleston, South Carolina. Um, But before we get into that, um, Mike, I kind of want to talk to you about our little time in Charleston. You know, but let's let's shelf Justin a little bit because he was an incredible host. Us being the outsiders, uh, what did you think of Charleston? Well, first and foremost, I had, like you said, some fantastic hosts. So thank you, uh, Justin and Katie, for putting up with us for those few days. I'm sure your uh, patience was running thin by the end of the trip. By the end of the trip, but we had a great time. Thank you for being fantastic hosts. Uh, It's great, you know. uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, Florida, and Texas are on our lists of places we want to when when I retire, uh, places to move to once we get out of New York. And uh, I enjoyed being down there. You know, the the the, the area we were in was beautiful. Uh, the historical places we got to see, some of those old houses, some of the partying area we got to hang out at and do some of the uh, restaurants and some of the bars. Uh, it was great. 
So it had a little bit of everything. It had the historical piece. It had the shopping. It had the nightlife. Uh, I couldn't ask for more. And, you know, we had a great time. I mean, I had a complete blast. We were all rocking Disney shirts, and we were we were we were all about the Disney representing while we were in Charleston. I had a great time, and I know I told Katie and Justin this uh, on our live episode. I do want to, which was episode fifty. I do want to say yeah, thank you. They they are such gracious hosts. Uh, Rye is is such an incredible little girl. Uh, we had so much fun together. And uh, she's not afraid to uh, to learn you anything when it comes to Minecraft or all that fun stuff <laughs> on the tablet. So we had a great time. She asked, well, thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Let me, let me tell you this. Uh, it was our pleasure, more than our pleasure, because we loved having you all. And I had a blast. I saw Charleston in a way that I don't typically see it, you know, seeing through the tourist eyes. And it's fun. Uh, but I will tell you this. You, uh, Jason, have a fan that was missing you because today she asked me, she said, uh, when's my uh, buddy, the guy, you know, uh, the guy that I like to rub his bald head. Uh, you know what I'm talking Mr. Mr. Jason, when's he coming back? And uh, so I think, uh, but also she likes to clean. So I think, think she thinks that you're the guy on the cleaning bottle, <laughs> Mr. Clean. Okay. You know? So uh, you got, hey, look, you know, we knew we were all brothers, but, uh, you know, you guys are part of our family and you're more than welcome anytime to come down to Charleston. I just wouldn't do it this week. Yeah, not a good idea. I think our timing was impeccable by coming last week. Yes, yeah, you definitely picked a great week cuz I don't think we had any rain. I think it was pretty uh, pretty nice the whole time yeah. you guys were here and and uh, we're on the opposite end of the spectrum starting tomorrow, so. Yeah, why don't, why don't you get into that? What's what brings us Oh, I do want to make a side note. We did keep it Disney because we walked everywhere. And you know what? It didn't even phase me. How about you, Mike? No, I felt even, like we were even... going from Epcot to Magic Kingdom to <laughs> Hollywood Studios all in one day. Yeah, we definitely was... definitely put miles on. We definitely pounded the pavement. But going back to Justin. I was going to say, I feel like I should have had you guys some like marathon medals, Charleston marathon medals. Because <laughs> I did. I was like, all right, we're going to start here. Now we're walking here. Now we're walking here. Now, we're walking. now we had stops in between. Oh. Uh, that, uh, we had adult we took, stops. We took, yeah. We had adult stops where we made sure our refreshments were taken care of. But uh but yeah, we uh, we definitely got our miles in that day. That's for sure, guys. I had so much fun on this weekend. I really needed that. So thank you. We uh, we were we were quite the trio down there, and I loved it. So, anyways, um, Justin, man, you got some serious stuff going on right now. Yeah, I mean, I think it's you know not just me. All the East Coast is uh, you know the Southeast Coast is kind of a. Uh, had our plans changed for the week, and it's all due to Hurricane Florence, of course. You know, with a massive storm, it's a generational storm that they're expecting major flooding, major uh, major wind damage, Category 4 coming ashore. You know, we're, we still are keeping our eye out on everything. We have everything packed up, and uh, we have, uh, you know, everything moved to the upstairs, everything brought in from outside. But, you know, the biggest thing with storms are, uh, you know, you have to make the best out of it. It's part of living where we live. It's part of living where Mike lives. Of course, you had Sandy back, uh, you know, what, what's that been, five, six years ago, something uh, yeah, like that? Probably about, yeah, about four or five, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it's part of living on the coast, and, you know, you go out, you know, in the Midwest, and you have tornadoes. You uh, The West Coast, you have, you know, earthquakes. So no matter where you live, you have those natural disasters. It's just finding the silver lining, and I knew my family could do it right. <laughs> Justin, why do you tell them whether you're headed during this storm? <laughs> yeah, the suspense is killing me. Well, you know, while we were sitting there and we were going, man, you know, I, uh, gosh, we have to evacuate mandatory. The governor says a mandatory evacuation. Uh, I look at Katie and she looks at me and she says, you know, we could go to Florida. And I go, 
All right, let's go book it now. So we are actually leaving for Disney in the morning, and we're going to head down to Disney for four days and uh, stay in Animal Kingdom Lodge for a couple nights, and then we're actually staying off property for a couple nights, which we've never done, but just because of availability, the way everything worked out, it's where, uh, how, how it is. But yeah, man, we're go to the parks. Go have a good time. You know, might as well. If we have to leave, let's go somewhere magical. <laughs> right? I, 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 you told me that, and I'm like, of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> Make those annual passes work Absolutely. For us. Uh, so good for you, man. That's going to be great. And you know what? You know, we were talking about this before. You know, I call that um, controlled chaos, except especially in a child's eyes. And that's a lot going on for a kid. It's scary. Am I going to come home to a house that's not going to be here? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can go through a kid's mind. So uh, you guys are doing it right by bringing her down there, you know, and just uh, taking her mind off of, uh, you know, something that's way out of your guys' control. So good for you. Yeah, I mean, instead of heading north and staying at a hotel or staying with family, you know, or staying somewhere where she's just going to be inside, we thought, you know what, let's go try to ride Everest tomorrow night. And it's going to be the same price for you. You know, when people go back and forth on annual passes, uh-huh. for us, it's like if we we live close enough to where we can go down when stuff like this happens, and it's okay. So it's just we get free days in the parks that we didn't count on. Uh, it was kind of funny, though, that we have had to have the conversation with not only Riley but with ourselves to where, uh, you know, we don't only go to Disney tomorrow. We actually leave for Disney in two weeks, too. And then we leave again in five weeks. And so we had to have the conversation with ourselves saying – this isn't a typical Disney trip, so maybe California Girl's not on the budget for this trip. So we're going to do something kind of cool. We're going to, I think we're going to do something um, that maybe we can do a show on, and that's trying to do Disney on a, a budget. You know, can you do Disney on less than $100 a day? Can you do, you know, can you go and do those things? And I think that's something we're going to shoot to do. We're going to pack some lunches. We're going to do stuff that we've never ever done before because that's not how we typically do disney but uh this is not a normal trip well, a lot of people talk about it a lot of people talk a good game but you're gonna go down there and actually do it yep 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 we're gonna we're gonna pack lunches and uh do all that and we're gonna you know we're gonna limit uh you know i have the pennies packed you know for the penny press yep. we have uh, riley's bubble wand packed we've already told her you know we're not buying souvenirs this trip we have a um, autograph book where she can get autographs uh so yeah we're gonna make our own fun and we're going to do it on a budget, cool. so we're excited to uh, to check out this side of Disney, because normally we go down there, it's like Monopoly money. You know, we come back and then worry about <laughs> how much money we spent. Uh, this time we're kind of going down a different situation. Mike's got that grin like, man, I, I know all about that. He's kind of like hiding his face, mm-hmm. like, I know all about that. <laughs> I love it. Have you made fast passes yet? I know you said you had Everest. Did you? Do, I know it's you don't want to do a typical vacation and do your normal, but th- right, do you have anything yeah. else planned? So actually, we are. Uh, that's a that's a touchy subject because Disney's FastPass system is currently not working. Uh, it's they're having some issues, and so it's saying that we don't have passes attached to our ourselves, and so it would let us make it for one day, but not a second day. And it's it's just really weird. I have uh, um, some good friends that work for Disney working on that for me, and seeing if they can maybe work it out and, and get us some passes. But other than that, when we get down there tomorrow, I'll go to guest services, have them figured out. But you know what is it's weird, Mike, is you know you know me, I'm a mm-hmm. planner. You know, I, I like to plan everything. And with this trip, it's kind of strange just being like, we don't even know what park we're going to. Mm-hmm. No ADRs, no fast passes, uh, except for tomorrow. And we have no idea what, what we have planned. We're just going to go down and just wing it. Have fun, and, man. Uh, that's not have fun. typically what we do. You, just go have a good time. You know, before the whole new fast pass system, yeah. we've done that before. 
we would play the bus roulette and whatever bus would come first that's the park we were going to for the day you know and that's, that's yeah fun, i mean you man. know if epcot comes up first that's where we're going if, if hollywood studios comes that's where we're going but now that we have more of the you know dining reservations set up and all of the fast passes mm-hmm. you're kind of obviously more uh, rigid with the schedule but uh, i i kind of envy you a little bit because it's nice to be able to just have that freedom and be like you know what i have no plans and i'm going here and we're going there and hey you know what we'll go ride this or go ride that yeah yeah that's exactly what we're doing so listen, being that we're talking about how the bad weather is going to be the next couple of days, uh, listen, one question that we get asked a lot because we tend to be down in the parks a lot is what are you doing Disney on a rainy day? You know, how do you make the best of a rainy day, a washout, or what, what you particularly do? And it's a tough question to answer because everybody has their own different things, how they go about the parks, how they go about their planning, how often they go down to Disney, and certain things that they want to get accomplished. So... You know, I have my particular ways of doing it when we go to the parks. Uh, do you guys have any, if you guys know ahead of time, listen, it's going to be a Tuesday, rainy day, start to finish. Do you have any particular parks that you like to go to? Are you usually set aside that this will be our rainy day park or this will be the, the best ride to go on or the best show to look for when you know you're going to have that bad inclement weather? I, I want to answer this right I think we're at a position, especially with the boys being a little older, where we will alter our plans. Okay. So, for example, let's say we have um, fast passes are a must. I mean, we made the fast passes. I'm not going to pass up riding an attraction. And if we can't change that fast pass, let's say it's a uh, a tier one or, you know, a hard to get one. If it's raining, we'll poncho it up and we'll go to uh, ride the fast pass. And then um, if it's too much, we'll uh, come back to the resort. But really, um, guys, we'll, we'll pound it out in the rain. I mean, it's uh, there's very few times where we'll just stop not going to the parks. So the answer to your question is we'll poncho it up and go. If we don't, if we're tired of it, we'll go back to the room and, and, and we'll be indifferent on it. I think you guys are hardcore, aren't you? Yeah, we pretty much, you know, the worst one we ever got stuck in was we had tickets for the not-so-scary Halloween party, and it was pouring that oh, night. Oh, <clears> that's a bummer. And that was the worst because, you know, as much as you'd want to just say, you know what, we go to, you know, we're in Magic Kingdom all the time, let's just go back. You're there for the, you're there for that event. You're there for that particular set hours. Yeah. You paid the extra money for that. And then we actually had a fantastic spot. We got online ahead of time. Uh, well, we got a spot ahead of time in front of the castle for the Buddha You Parade. And then they delayed it, and then they delayed it, and then they delayed it because the rain kept coming and coming and coming. And they said, all right, it'll be another half an hour. another." And then, you know, as much as I liked the party, that was a tough party to do because uh, it was so bad. We, it was the, the weather was so terrible. But you know what? You're there. You made the best of it, and you kind of had to muscle through it. Now let's talk about Mr. Red Band. Call me Mr. <laughs> Red Band. If anyone hasn't seen that video, I'll post that after this uh, episode drops. Rob, Katie, do it. Um, yeah, we are ma- – <laughs> Look, we aren't just poncho. We are rain geared out, like full rain gear. Uh, Riley has this full body rain suit that's red, and she does this little dance and little song with it. Uh, not only that, on the stroller, we have the full cover. We have the golf umbrella that attaches to the stroller. We look like crazy. We're those people when everyone's ducking for cover that we're heading to the attractions, like we're out in the middle of it. We, it doesn't bother us at all. It doesn't change our plans. There's certain parks I would prefer not to be in when it rains. So if I'm looking at a calendar and let's say I can change plans, you know, I'm probably not heading to Animal Kingdom on a day it rains. It's probably my least favorite park to head to. Um, but one of our funniest pictures, it was at Animal Kingdom and it was before Raya was born 
and I was wearing a backpack and then threw a poncho over it. So I looked like the hunchback of Notre Dame and I'm just going through the parks, like with the whole thing, you know? And, uh, but yeah, I mean, magic kingdom, love magic kingdom in the rain. Uh, there's so many places you can go in and out of, you know, you can go up and down main street through all the shops and, and spend time in there. A lot of great indoor attractions there, you know, like Mickey's Philhar, things like that. And, uh, so yeah, I'm probably going to go, if I, if I have to choose a park, I'm going to Magic Kingdom. If I have to choose a park, I'm definitely not doing Animal Kingdom. What about you guys? Oh, Animal Kingdom is the worst in the rain. The worst. <clears throat> or sun. Or brutal sun. Either one. You know, and I, and I think Animal Kingdom is not as bad in the rain as Epcot is. I think as Epcot, everything is so spread really? out, and I think there's a lot, not a lot of cover between a lot of the areas. I think Epcot's worse in mm-hmm. the rain. And I think that Ep- uh, Animal Kingdom has more of the shows. You know, you can you can sit in Nemo for a while. You can sit in uh, the Lion King for a while. You know, you're indoors. You're in that area. You're in that covered element. I feel like Epcot now that Ellen is gone, which was you know a good hour ride pretty much. That took you that would get you out of most rainstorms. I feel like Epcot's kind of tough, you know, uh, because you know if you want to go from Soarin' over to you know the land over to the sea, you, you know you're you're not really covered. If you want to go from there over to somewhere else on the other side of the park, you want to go to the countries. You want to go to Frozen, you're, you're pretty much out in the elements the entire time. And then that takes the whole countries out because none of the countries are really covered. But that's just my opinion, and that's just the way we look at it. Uh, and maybe because I've gotten mm-hmm. the most soaked at Epcot out of all of the parks. But uh, that's probably my own personal uh, experience. Well, Mike, too, you carry such a large bag into the parks <laughs> that you pretty much carry like a, uh, a tent. And, uh, I, and do, I do too, have a tent. I in. do have a portable shelter inside just in case. <laughs> <laughs> I, Mike, Mike, when we heard the hurricane was coming, Mike, Mike was awesome and sent me a message and he said, "Hey, you know, you're more than welcome to come to New York and uh, and stay with us," which was super nice. But I kept thinking, why don't you fly down here because you'll be the most prepared person in Charleston. You'd be able to, you'd be able to build. You know, he's he's like that. Uh, uh, he's he's like Mary Poppins. He gets his backpack and just reaches in and pulls out like two by fours. And and, and just on a quick side note, just so that no one knows that we're that we're not just saying this for the show. What did my bags look like when I came to your house? Uh, let me okay let me go and tell people something okay uh i i thought for sure he had mis misunderstood the invitation and was moving in i didn't think he i thought he okay i I said hey come down for a couple days i thought he heard hey come down for a few years and stay with us because this man travels with more stuff there is less stuff packed for our hurricane evacuation than there was for mike to come here for three days yeah, I roll in with a small carry-on, and when I say small, my clothes are packed in tight. We go to pick him up, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me? Here, you got an entourage of people behind Wait, you." Where's, the, like where's the van? Where's the trailer? I, you know, I got a lot of stuff. We here. looked like the Griswolds. I had to tie it to the roof of the SUV; it wouldn't fit in the back. So yeah, it's not just for the show. It's so, true yes, to Mike life. is very, very prepared. Life. You all want to talk about um, some of the things you do? Like, if you know it's going to rain, you know. Are you are you um, doing certain fast passes? You know things like that. Like if you're looking, you want to get into that. Well, I, you know, I think we should talk about the um, the notorious two o'clock rain in the summertime. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah, because the the two o'clock rain is. I mean, that's a thing. I mean, you're all, you're going to get a thunderstorm every single day. Unfortunately, last time we were down there, it rained so much. That uh, and every day, and that two o'clock actually started at ten in the morning and ended at about midnight. 
So, um, you know, and, and like I, I said in previous shows, we when we were down, I mean, even the cast members were like, I am so sorry it's raining so much for you guys on this trip. I mean, these were friend, friend cast members. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a little bit out of the ordinary. However, um, that 2 o'clock rain, uh, it's something you guys need to prepare for, you know, especially on your first Disney trip. You know, I've, I've got friends that are going um, to Disney here, and uh, in, in I think 35 days is our countdown. Every day it's kind of fun. We, I, I, we, we go back and forth a little bit. But she's going to have to prepare for that two o'clock rain. You know, it's a thing. You know, and that's a great point because here's what I get a lot from people who aren't from the southeast, uh, from Florida, uh, South Carolina, Georgia, that area, is they look at the ten day forecast and they see sixty percent, sixty percent, sixty percent, sixty. You know, all mm-hmm. the way across uh, their entire trip, and they just get completely bummed and they go, "Oh my gosh, you know, it's going to pour on me." But what you have to realize is for that four or five months out of the year. That 60% literally most likely means you're going to get an hour about 2 or 3 o'clock that it's going to just, you know, downpour. So just be prepared for it. But the rest of your day is going to be perfect. And um, Great time to head back to the room to relax, you know, do all that kind of stuff. Well, you made a, a good point, and it's not even really um, a rain cloud that's coming through. It's so humid that the humidity itself is actually creating the rain cloud, and it has to come down. You know, it started, it started building in the morning, and... Here it comes. I mean, that's just part of uh, part of the. You know, you're going to get swalls down there. I guess, which was a, a a term I've never used until I married my wife. A squall, <clears throat> which is more, which is more. Squall. That's what I said. A squall. Which squall. is more of a reason to carry a backpack with extra ponchos. Dude, you got full plumbing in your tent <laughs> in your backpack. Now hold on. Let, let, let's let me let me ask you guys this because I think we all three come from different um, different points of view with this. Do you go umbrella, poncho, rain gear, or nothing? Poncho. A poncho. I'll poncho it. You poncho it? Poncho? poncho? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We take full rain gear. I mean, we have pants and the jackets. Rain gear. Uh, rain gear is great. Um, we're not. It's hot. We're, it's it hot. is hot. It's it is thing. hot. I get that. Um, on a full rainy day, I think rain gear would be perfect. Um, I hate having wet feet though. I mean, so I'm wearing like flip flops. Most that's why I always wear flip flops and mm-hmm. Disney. I, I always. I mean, because you're going to get that rain and it dries off quick. Mike, you're a tennis shoe guy. Yeah. So do you just bring a tear, change of socks, or change your shoes and let the other ones air out? I mean, what do you do? Because uh, I hate I wet feet. Have, man. I, I usually have it. an extra pair of socks in the bag. You said ten pair wrong. Uh, the girls usually wear flip flops and sandals. I actually. Uh, Sandals are what I usually wear. I mean, I'll do tennis shoes depending on what. If I know it's going to be a nice day, but if it's going to be a yeah. uh, a sketchy rainy day, I'll wear the uh, mm-hmm. sandals. Okay. A little more, a little more support than the so, flip flops. Let me ask you all this: When you wake up in the mornings, you're at Disney. Of course, you've made your ADRs. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. 180 days out. Your fast pass is 60 days out. You planned your day. You wake up and you see uh, that 100 percent chance of rain at from. Two to five o'clock. Does it change your plans, or are you just heading to Disney and you're or to the to, let's say to the Magic Kingdom and you're going throughout your day? Because for us, we probably with that just two or three hours would change our plans. Maybe try to make fast passes later or earlier and take that time to maybe come back to the resort, rest a little bit. You know, maybe go hit up uh, um, the pool if it's not raining, or you know, to, to get that time away from the parks. Lightning, the rain. We'll swim. You know, in the rain. We've we've. But man, mm-hmm. as soon as that lightning hits, I think it's a. <clears throat> um, it was a it was a very uh, interesting um, process that they have here, and I'm paraphrasing here, but there's actually there's a process for them to shut pools down because it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. 
and it's mm-hmm. a lightning strike within like seven or ten miles or whatever it is. Um, and then a person will make the phone, make the call, like it's done. You're shutting the pools down now. And the water parks. So, um, yeah, right. I would imagine. I don't know if it's probably all for the because I mean Disney's spread out, but it's all within <laughs> striking distance. However, um, Justin, we do exactly what you do usually. We'll um, try to alter the stuff because um, I mean I don't want to go in, in, walk in monsoons all day long. I don't. You know, it's just. It gets it, it's tiresome to me, um, but here's the cool thing about rainy weather in January, though. When it's sixty-five or seventy degrees in Florida at night, and you get a rainstorm coming in, the locals clear out. It's, it's mm-hmm. cold, yep. man. It's cold. Yeah. And listen, our family, we're we're like, look, it was like I think it was twenty-eight below when we left Wisconsin, and and we're here. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's chilly, but we got sweatshirts and rain gear on. Walk on rides. I mean, for I I wished every family that goes to Disney on a new trip on a first trip has one night where they can just walk on rides all night long. Is that not the best? Those to me are the most magical nights where. Uh, so I mean, there is a there is a silver lining there to um, a heavy rain. And that's one of the reasons we stay in the parks when it rains most of the time is because you see people clear locals clear mm-hmm. out and you get to do things you typically wouldn't get to do. You know, uh, now Mike, let me ask you this: Has Disney Springs changed the way you do Disney in the rain? Um, no, you know, we kind of reserved Disney Springs for our last day. We, I, I guess because we always have the kids with us and we haven't done an adult trip yet. Uh, I know Disney Springs is fine with the kids, but I just feel like we kind of put that on the back burner all the time. That winds up being our, you know, end of the end of the trip, do our shopping, you know, last hurrah kind of thing. Um, we don't make as much use out of that as we should. Um, we should definitely use that more often. But uh, but no, uh, we we and like you were saying before, we pretty just we pretty much just muscle out our fast passes for the day. And I think that Disney gives you so many options of rides that don't have fast passes, like Carousel of Progress. You know, if you get in a bad rainstorm, you, you can get on that ride, yeah. get off, and then all of a sudden it's sunny out. Hall of Presidents. You know, if you're in Animal Kingdom, you know, Nemo, or you go to uh, so many of the shows you can do. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, you know, if you're over in, in Hollywood Studios. There are so many of these things that you can kind of get done that you don't need a fast pass for. You know, the more you talk about Animal Kingdom and all the things there are to do, I think I overlooked a few of those because you are right. I mean, you're talking about 45 minutes for Lion King. You're talking about, you know, a half hour for Nemo. You're talking about, you know, 20 minutes for mm-hmm. a Bug's Life. Uh, so you can really fill your day with stuff that's... And look, even even as uh, as much as it kind of stinks waiting in lines, if you if you can waste two hours waiting in line for Flight of Passage in that amazing queue, why not? You know, if you're already Inside, in the park. climate controlled and you know you're getting a fantastic ride, I don't see why not. Listen, I waited. I When we first did that ride, when we didn't have fast passes, when it first opened uh, last year or year, or last year when it first opened, 90 minutes, and it was well worth the wait, you know, and, and I'd say... 60 of that 90 minutes was inside and it was a hot day and it was well worth our while to spend 60 minutes inside the air conditioning and have that quality family time well you know we could play games with the kids we could just kind of reconnect and talk a little bit Uh, i think people overlook that a lot i think that uh waiting on rides can't isn't always a bad thing you know you want to get as much done and obviously you don't want to just be standing next to the people next to you but uh, i think some of our Favorite memories from some of our trips are actually waiting online and just some of the good times we have, some of the conversation we have with the kids because you just have nothing else but to do. You're kind of forced to conversate, you know. And But the nice part about it is in a lot of those rides, you have no Wi-Fi, so the kids can't be on their phones. It kind of forces you to, to, you know, have a little bit of family time. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's, it's sometimes it's worth being inside in the rain. 
Um, let me ask you guys this. With Disney in the rain, does the resort you're staying at change your point of view too? Because we got to talk about, you know, when hurricanes that di- happen at Disney, the one thing Disney's amazing about is opening these resorts and having, you know, different dining options and entertainment for people. Uh, there's tons of entertainment in the rain too. Mike, your Animal Kingdom's your, your spot, man. And I'm staying there three times mm-hmm. in, in a month. Um, so, I mean, that's a great resort in the rain, Jumbo. You know, it was funny. There. I was talking with uh, our good friend Aaron White the last time when we were down there and we were talking about the, you know, hurricanes and the whole bit. And uh, he was able to stay at the Contemporary. And he picked the Contemporary because it was uh, had that lobby feel. You know, you weren't confined to your room. If you stay in one of those pop century type rooms where you're just, you, there's no real lobby, there's none of that, you're kind of stuck there. You know, when you're in the Contemporary or the lobby of Animal Kingdom or if you're in the lobby of uh, some of those other big... Uh, uh, where we just stayed, uh, Wilderness Lodge. You know, when you have those grand lobbies and you feel like you're not confined to a room, it almost makes it feel like you're just still part of the resort, even though there could be chaos going on around outside. That's a great point. You know, I never, I never thought about that. You could actually get out and walk around and, and stretch your legs. And I mean, you're at Pop. You're stuck, man. You're stuck in your room. Right. Well, you could not only stretch your legs at Animal Kingdom Lodge. You could literally walk a marathon from one end of the oh, hallway absolutely. to the other. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's the longest hallway in the history of hallways. It's always longer at the end of the night when you're coming home. <laughs> Speaking of taking the breaks in the uh, in the resorts, let's take a quick break right now. Just because summer's coming to an end doesn't mean it's not time to travel. Make sure to get a hold of us at Away With Me Travel. Jamie and I are here to take care of all of your travel needs. Contact us at DisneyDads at AwayWithMeTravel.com to get all the information about the inaugural Disney Dads podcast cruise sailing July the 17th, 2019 with a double dip at Castaway Key. We can't wait to see you on board. And remember, keep on traveling. All right, guys, you know, we know Justin's got to get going soon. He's got to head out to Florida. He's got to, you know, head down to Disney. Lucky guy. Uh, Unfortunately, the circumstances, Mm -hmm. but... I'm sure he's going to bless us with some amazing pictures, and that brings us to one of my favorite things, and that would be Pictures of the Week. Picks of the Week. Picks of the Week. It's time for us to get our Picks of the Week. So, Justin, being that you're on your way down to Disney, I'll give you the courtesy of doing the first Pick of the Week. I appreciate it. Uh, my Pick of the Week is a new member. Uh, Dennis Keithley. Are you kidding me, dude? (laughs) Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Dennis, you and I are a team, buddy. We're taking other people's picks together. Um, Dennis Keithley, and uh, new member, new new part of our Disney family, and uh, said he just stumbled upon the podcast about two weeks ago, and he's been through about a dozen episodes, but uh, he's always uh, loved Disney, and of course he mentions a a Disney cruise in there, which of course, look, you're going to get my vote. But I love the picture because it's of his uh, his wife and uh, his family, and they said that it fits in perfect with this episode because he said near the end of a trip in 2015, we caught uh, got caught in a sudden downpour in the parking lot, got soaked, but we didn't let it stop us. We paused for this picture just before getting on the monorail. That's one of my all time favorite vacations. Uh, anyway, I'm thrilled to join this group. We're thrilled to have you, and your picture is perfect for this <laughs> it, episode. It is. It's perfect because yeah. that is the epitome <laughs> of what this is. You know what? Make the best out of your situation and have uh, have that amazing time because sometimes 
it's the little thing that you think is uh, is a is a downfall in life is you know is something going wrong in your life that turns out to be a memory that'll last forever and uh, you'll look back on and really enjoy. So just make uh, you know make the best out of things and uh, I love it. I absolutely love it and welcome to the family. Yeah, it was a great picture, man. It was great and and it fit perfect with our um, topic. That's why I chose it as well. And I was going to use my uh, closing statement for this next picture, but. Mike, I would assume you're going to allow me to go next. Sure, you can go next. Thanks, buddy. Um, Stephen Guti had a great trip, did he not? Oh, yeah, See, definitely. See, listen, I want to share this with you people that are not part of our Facebook group, all right? And this is really worth the read, okay? So Stephen writes, I have, it's a, now I want you to set the uh, picture here. It's a picture of um, his daughter, and she's standing next to uh, another girl, okay? And uh, there's probably about a two or three year age difference. I have to share a story about the two little girls below. We were in line to meet Jasmine and Jeannie at about 11.30 p.m. Harper, my daughter on the right, noticed that the little girl behind us was dressed like Miguel from Coco. She began to talk to her. Quickly, we realized that she did not speak English. Her mother stepped in as a translator, and they began to communicate and found out that they both enjoy pen trading. Harper decided that she wanted to give the girl a pen since she just started collecting and only had two pens. We were so proud of her giving up her pen and not wanting a pen return. A few moments later, the little girl tapped Harper on her shoulder and offered her three colorful hair bows. Her mother said that they were Mexican flowers and very important in the Mexican culture. After they both met the characters, the girls hugged and had to take this picture before saying goodbye. This is what Disney is all about. It's about a place where everyone can be happy and feel free to talk to anyone. This story is something that I will remind Harper of throughout her life. Thank you, Disney, for being that special place for all of us. And Stephen and uh, Harper, thank you for keeping it Disney. That's my pick of the week. What, I, mean, I saw that and I read it. And uh, look, that is one of those stories that just, it gets you. You know, it's, it's, it's great. It shows you the innocence of a child and uh and the love of of the disney can bring in between two families so love it absolutely love it. i'm glad you guys had an amazing yeah, trip what a, what a great you know i would go on all his pictures were just fantastic he did have a great time good looking family it's just it was fun it was fun to follow it with him you know i don't even know where to start because there were so many fantastic pictures this week and i'm glad i get to follow in jason's footsteps and go last and i can pick like 20 people this week because there were just some amazing amazing photos this week uh first off uh, the Master Rockers family, they're having a blast. You guys have been posting pictures the whole time. I'm oh, so glad you guys are having cool. an amazing time. Got to hang out with Uncle Tim. Uh, you know, People yeah. are all over the parks. People are meeting up with each other. That is absolutely fantastic. Uh, there's another one that I have to say. While you're taking a, a pause there, um, I, you guys have – I mean, Chris is a friend of yours yes. personally. Justin, you got to meet Chris. I can't wait to meet the guy. Talk about a guy who keeps at Disney, right? I'm just I'm so excited to meet him and his family on this cruise. Chris is awesome, yeah, man. I'm, he I'm, is so much fun. We went to dinner together. I'm excited. We to had meet an him. absolute bless. Uh, I also want to congratulate Jordana Izzo on her husband being officially promoted to a Disney dad. Oh, yeah. Did I miss this? Yes, post? you missed it. And uh, our son Salvatore what? was born on September eighth. 2018 at 12:26 p.m. Seven pounds one ounces. Uh, Jordana and your husband Guy, congratulations! Welcome to the Disney Dads family, the little guy, and uh, we're so happy to have you. Congratulations! Uh, All right, 
are you when when was that post are you sure i didn't do that on the live episode yeah because it was on saturday what i missed a newborn I missed a Disney dad picture. You're slipping, my friend. And you missed... I am not slipping. There were so many guys, and it was just chaos in my house this week. And wow. you missed... Wow, anyways. There's another fantastic yeah, picture. Uh, Kelsey Kruger. Mm-hmm. She was she was thinking about possibly doing the the uh, the uh, Halloween party, the uh, Mickey's Not So Scary. There's scared. no thinking. No That's thinking That's what we said, that. and we told her, just do it. She said, she's a little tight mm-hmm. on cash, and she wasn't sure if she's going to do yeah, it. Yeah, you do Go it. Go for it. Absolutely. Yep. Uh, a lot of people gave her the same advice. Uh, you know, Chris's wife, Jackie uh, Master Rock, has had some amazing pictures. There was a beautiful sunset picture from Bay Lake Tower with the castle in the background. I mean, listen, we were only, I feel like we were only, you know, we did this show just a couple weeks ago, you know, not even a week ago, and uh, so many pictures have popped up. I don't even know where to start. Uh, I hope I didn't miss anybody important. But uh, there were some amazing pictures this week. So I, I completely, I could go on all day, like you usually do. Yeah, um uh how about Dave Stanley on the on the cruise as we speak if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's my buddy too. So Dave and I met, I'm just going to yeah, throw this yeah. out there real quick. Uh, Dave and I met on the uh, Panama Canal cruise. And uh he is from England and uh man, we hit it off on day 1. We met right there at a bar and we were we were just discussing things and uh what a great great guy him and his wife Claire. And we end up spending time with him. And I want to throw this out there real fast because this is also a little story about some Disney magic. I'm not going to take too long. Uh, Dave and Claire were renewing their vows on board. Mm. And uh, he uh, came to me and we, we, Katie and I were fortunate enough, lucky enough that we were witnesses for his vow renewal. So it was us, uh, another great uh, couple that's uh, part of our Disney family, Robert and Dee Conti. And, um, and then the captain of the ship and Mickey and Minnie. And so those are the only people at the ceremony. And it was just such an amazing time. Uh, so I'm glad they're doing the transatlantic. I wish I got to see them more. Uh, they're gr- just great, fantastic people. So have a blast. Have so much yeah, fun. Absolutely. How fun is that to be a part of something so intimate? Um, that, that you know, that's a memory that no one can ever take away from any of you guys. Um, can mm-hmm. I give one more shout out here? Uh, uh, Steven, sure. Steven Flagler looks like he had an amazing time, too. Yep. Um I, geez, man, so many awesome pictures. Sarah, Thank hey, you guys. Listen, for Sarah Albert is taking her uh, son's first trip down to uh, Disney World. You might even bump into them when you're down there, Justin, because they're they were uh, 12 hours ago. They were on their way, so they're up on. The, uh, cool. I will. I will be around the parks. I can't tell you where I'll be because <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I'll be around the parks. And uh, but I, hey, let me let me do this real quick, guys. Um, I usually am right on top of this, and once a week try to send out a welcome to the family to all of our new members on facebook i haven't had the opportunity just because i've been so busy with this hurricane and with you guys being in town uh but i'll get back to that real soon because i'd like to i like to welcome all you guys so uh you know lots and lots and lots of new people coming over to the facebook group and uh, you can find that and all of our other social media at www.disneydadspodcast.com um, there you can also find the links to our emails, not only the show email, disneydadspodcast at gmail.com, but also our personal email. So if you want to reach out personally to one of us, our emails are there as well. You can also find all of our shows and uh, our two SoundCloud channels. So if you're wanting a little Disney magic in your life, go over, check those out, www.disneydadspodcast.com. Hey, let me let me go ahead and, and get into trivia, and then let's wrap this show up, guys. Um, we didn't do trivia on the 50th, so uh, this is going to be from two weeks ago. And what Disney animated feature does Penny write to Morningside Orphanage, New York? I'm in terrible, terrible trouble. Hurry up. 
The answer was, Mike, do you know it? I don't know. No? I didn't know it either. It's the Rescuers. Mm. But I'm sure there were people who did know it, huh, Justin? And we had a ton of people sending in. Uh, I mean, Scott Zobel sending in. Uh, Sean in Western Michigan. Uh, Elizabeth Lynn sending in. Everybody's right. Michael Taylor. Um, let's see here. Uh, Chance Porter. Great, great answer there. Uh, Delinda always, look, I don't think Delinda's missed one yet. Delinda's always around top of it. Kat Dupree right there with it. And uh, look, so many, many people. Uh, Amy, Anchor, Arjun, and Arya again with the correct answer to the rescuer. So look, Disney family, we absolutely love getting those text messages. They come right to my phone, which is great. And uh, so I love that I get to see you guys texting in and seeing all those fantastic answers into and why don't you go ahead? You want to go with the next? Yeah, I do, uh, and it's going to be a little bit yeah. harder because all you smarty pants out there. I got a whole. Oh, no, I'll tell you what. Yeah, they all jumped. Yeah, on they that jumped last one. on it, and not only did they jump on it, but now I'm starting to take notes on who's going to be my partner when we do a uh, when we do a joint trivia. <laughs> They're all probably going to be trying to shame me and 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 hide from me after that. Uh, let's go. Uh, what is the significance of the name of Walt Disney's family company, Retlaw Enterprises? Ooh, that's that a is a one. real. I want to see who gets. That's this one. right. So I'm excited for that. No one. Google. Don't no, Google. Yeah, don't Let's Google. Come it. on, guys. Don't cheat. That's a really good one. And you can text your answers to three one seven WDW Dads. That's three one seven nine three nine three two three seven. But make sure when you text to put your name right there underneath your answer. And uh, hey, if I get some time this week, send me that answer, and I'd love to send you some uh, send you a text back, and maybe we can go back and forth a little bit about some other Disney trivia or the show, and uh, ask some questions, things like that. I love interacting with you guys. That was one thing I loved about our 50th episode. And if you haven't had a chance yet to watch it, go watch Mike's smiling face on the 50th episode there. So uh, I'm excited. Three one seven WW Dads. Guys, listen. You know we talked about uh, making the best of a rainy day. I'm just glad that uh, you know our good friend Justin, uh, you know our brother, and Katie and Riley are headed down to a safe place to ride out the storm. Um, they're making the best of a bad situation, and uh, you know, our, obviously, my thoughts and prayers are everybody within the East Coast area as the storm barrels in. Uh, hopefully, it'll just be you know, like most weathermen, and they don't get it right, <laughs> and uh, it winds up being and it fizzles out a little bit. You know, just a little bit windy and. Whatever the case, but you know, everyone's in our thoughts and prayers. If anybody needs anything, we're always here for you. And um, you know, safe trip down to Florida, buddy. I'm looking forward to your pictures down in uh, Orlando. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's um, th- this is a this is a, a kind of a, a scary time. You know, being being a Marine, my last base was at Camp Lejeune, North Carolina. Uh, that being said, I still have a lot of my brothers that I served with that that stayed down in that area. Um, you know, uh, listen, guys. Uh, this is for everybody that's out there. I, I'm, I'm hoping by the time this show drops, it, it should be over with, and I'm hoping everybody is able to walk into your home and just pick up and and keep keep going on with uh, with life. Um, Justin, have an incredible time down there. Be safe, brother. And uh, thank you again for hosting us. And uh, for everybody else, guys, um, keep keep it Disney. But here's 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 the biggest thing that I want to drive home from this episode from our good friend Justin is there's always a silver lining. Just find it. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Uh, and I you know, I learned that from other people too. Is I you know, I look at other people on their trips in our Disney family and you see rain, you see things that happen, they'll post, but then you see those smiling faces uh, in the pictures they post. And so uh, guys, look, 
we love seeing your pictures, and I hope to get to meet a few of you while I'm down there. I, Like I said, I, I'm not sure of my schedule, but uh, I hope whenever I get back that I will have pictures with a lot of you that I can say thank you to you guys for letting us be a part of your Disney family. And uh, guys, thank you to you guys for uh, for the well wishes. I think it'll be fun. And uh, look, I, you guys said, I'm glad it didn't happen the week before when you guys were here, but if it had, we could all have been to Disney. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, I would have been... Um... Yeah, that would have been a tough bill because I missed a New York <laughs> trip, guys. So you know what? It's everything has fallen into place. Everything's going to work out, yeah. and uh, you guys just all be safe, okay? Well, hey, I appreciate it, guys. I had a blast tonight, and I hope, uh, fingers crossed, I'll be back next week and ready to record our fifty-second episode of the Disney Dads Podcast. One year, guys, we'll celebrate next wow. week. Wow! It just hit me. Yeah, it just hit me. Wow! <laughs> uh, that's a perfect way to end the show. Good night, guys. There you go, guys. Good night, guys. Good night fellas. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. And they all live happily ever after. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us, and when we're brave enough to listen, and bold enough to pursue, That dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin, let the wonder... And that's a wrap. This has been YDF Media Productions.